Hi everybody, welcome to Nurse Hathaway's Heaven for another fun episode talking about bullying. Um, everybody's favorite subject ever. So I forgot to tell, my, tell you all, um, the listeners, a little bit about myself as far as experience goes. Um, I am a old emergency department nurse, been around for about, oh, let's say... 15 plus years so that I don't sound too old. The gist of this is I have seen a lot of different things in the emergency department. You know, I've seen new nurses come, new nurses go for different reasons. I've seen bullying happen um, in different environments. I've seen people leave because they've been talked to in a certain manner. So the, the fact of the matter is that Bullying and nursing is real. And earlier in the nurse bullying part one episode, we talked about four different types of bullies and try to identify some of those behaviors. Because I think sometimes we just accept it for, oh, um, that person, you know, they come to work in a bad mood and they always act like that. Or that's just so-and-so. Or that's, you know, Dr. Joe Smith, he just is like that when he comes in at three in the morning, which is basically, you're saying that what he's doing is okay, but it's not. Um, So we just need to be well aware, I think, of these behaviors in nursing and call them out when we see them. In the ED or in the emergency department, I think it's pretty obvious when we see it, um, particularly for those of us that have been around a long time. And it can be nurse to paramedic, uh, paramedic to nurse, it can be doctor to nurse, PA to nurse, NP to NP, it can be anybody to anybody. It doesn't have to be always somebody in a higher role than somebody else. So we know that horizontal violence or lateral violence exists. So I have actually experienced bullying in two different environments, the first of which we'll just kind of focus on because I was in a different role uh, than a staff nurse, but I was still in a healthcare environment. So I felt like this is a safe place. Um, This person's a nurse, you know, they're going to respect and treat me like a human being because they basically were involved in the hiring process and things should be good, right? They know who I am. They know where I came from. They know my experience. All good. However, things didn't go very well. Um, About three, four months in, this person with the door closed, of course, started to really just talk down to me like, well, you're a nurse. You should know this. When we were looking at a particular subject matter, it was more of like a case review type thing. And it was really humiliating. And I I almost, I literally didn't know what to say, which is very rare for me. If you know me at all, you know I usually have a comment on the tip of my tongue within 2.5 seconds for whatever it is that you say. So this person talking the way that they did to me, and of course, again, behind closed doors, so nobody heard it, nobody saw anything. Um, it's her word against mine if I were to go to, say, the director and complain. So that was another issue in and of itself. So I kind of just blew it off because I was like, well, maybe so-and-so's having a bad day because I'm pretty mellow. You know, I used to live in California. I'm just laid back. I'm like, whatever. 
So I kind of came back to work with, you know, a great attitude and everything's going to be fine. Well, things started to happen again. And the person, the bully, we'll call her the nurse bully or NB for short. So NB was all started in on me again. However, there was nobody else around and it was just kind of super behind closed doors. So I was like, okay, that's strike two in my head because I'm thinking I don't tolerate this from anybody. It doesn't matter who the person is in any role, whether it's a physician or the CEO or the CNO, I just don't tolerate it. I just have that no nonsense attitude. So it happened again and I was like, okay, mental note. And then I think when it happened the third and the fourth and the fifth, I was like, when it kept happening, happening repetitively, I knew I was onto something and I started to do my own research. And that's what led me to have a very strong, passionate stance on anti-nurse bullying and horizontal, horizontal violence, if you will, or lateral violence. Because what happens is, in the end, sometimes, not always, sometimes the patient's the one that suffers because the nurse, bully, or NB, the NB will be the one that's in a position to... Um, you know, not watch your patient when she's breaking you or something of that nature where you're the one that suffers in the end because you talk back or you reported the bully. So there's that retaliation, we'll call it. Retaliation is another issue in and of itself when it comes to bullying. So there's horizontal violence, there's lateral violence, and it became recognized so much so within the profession of our own that the ANA came out with... um, professional issue panel on incivility, bullying, and workplace violence in like 2015. So you could read about that up online. And it kind of just says, oh, it's up to you to do whatever about it. Well, sometimes that's not very helpful, particularly if you're a new nurse, a new grad, right out of school, and you don't know what to expect, but you also don't expect another nurse to be mean to you because we're in the profession of caring. We're in the profession of kindness and empathy and showing a certain amount of professional respect to one another, which was how I was taught. And when you see the opposite or something that's not quite what you expected, it really takes you back and you're surprised and you're shocked and you don't know what to do about it. And then the other issue is talking to your preceptor or mentor. Sometimes you don't know what kind of relationship that that person has with NB or the nurse bully. So then you get put in a pickle, if you will. So your choices come down to this. You can tattle. You can go straight to the manager or director. But as the new person, that doesn't look very good. The other thing you can do is... Follow your chain of command. Again, just talk to your preceptor or mentor and say, well, what do you suggest? Sometimes they don't know what's going on, but 85, 90% of the time, they're well aware that this person's been doing the same thing over and over for years and years. Um, This person isn't always the burnout nurse, but sometimes they are and they just need to like leave the bedside and go to case management. Um, It is very real though. And when you do 
for instance, like a Google Scholar, you do an EBP search. So you're looking for evidence-based practice article on this subject. You will find a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of information. Um, workplace bullying and emergency nursing. They came out with an um, International Emergency Nursing Journal in 2018 that showed it is a huge factor in dynamic in patient care that greatly affects the nursing work culture. And of course, nursing retention and recruitment, which we can speak to from a monetary standpoint. As a nurse educator, it costs, oh, let's see, well over 40 grand to orient a new nurse, and that's not even in critical care. So you've got ACLS, you've got PALS, you've got TNCC, you've got all of these courses. And then in addition to that, if it's a really big teaching hospital, you have like a nurse residency program, which is even more money. So you're talking about a pretty big investment for a new grad or a new nurse to the emergency department, and then you're going to turn around and bully them and they're going to leave. And so now you're out, what, 60K? So it's not very cost effective for hospitals to even allow this to go on within their organization. So hopefully they will see that and start to address it. Because as I mentioned in the part one episode, very few and far between uh, hospitals have a policy and procedure on bullying. So if you go to HR and you say, look, you know what, I've got this nurse bully and this is what she's doing. And I have documented times and dates of things that have gone on, and you present that to them. I'd like to see what they're going to do about it. Because if there's no written policy and procedure and there's no legality or anything that they've even thought about when it comes to addressing this, well, then chances are, again, it goes back to that he said, she said, or she said, she said. And then it goes back to the management. But the study that was published in the International Emergency Nursing Journal in 2018 talks about uh, future nursing research regarding different models and talking about management, really getting involved and being trained on how do I deal with this workplace bullying. So it doesn't just fall upon you to identify it. If you're the bystander and you see something, you should say something. But it also comes down to management and how supported are you going to be when you go to your manager and say something. In my particular situation, I let NB go on for a while. And I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, but I was a victim of bullying for a few months. Um, not just, it was less than a year but I let things go on probably a little bit too long. And then when my opportunity arose to say something, I did. But I did so in a very calm manner, and I also gave her the privacy of having a closed door because there were actual physicians in the physician lounge that could have heard or had the ability to hear. So I chose to give her the dignity, although she never thought about any of that with me, I took the high road and I had the door closed and I finally, I kind of just said, look, when you did this, I felt blank and just kind of calling her out for all of her behaviors. And it was interesting because this individual literally just started like bawling, like crying, like not just once, but three times. And so, I mean, that was the end of it for me. I I decided I'm going to leave this role that I was in at the time and that was the end of it but 
in no point did I try to embarrass or humiliate or, you know, try to give it back to her because that's not the right approach. You do have to try to recognize this is the first step, obviously, but if you're new, you don't know what it is. You're like, oh, they just don't like me. They're mean to me. That's the problem that we have in nursing. So new grads don't even recognize the behavior. But the first step, of course, to standing up and fixing the problem is recognizing the behavior. The second thing to do is kind of just separating yourself from that person. And we know on the workplace, in the workplace, it's very difficult to do this, particularly in the emergency department. You can't just be like, oh, um, this patient's coding. I'm not going to join in the resuscitation with you because you're mean to me and I don't like you and da 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 That's not going to work out too well because you're always in a team-based environment and you have to work together. So that's kind of a hard situation. But if you're in an area where you can try to separate yourself a little bit or be on the opposite side of the department um, assignment-wise, that would be great. So kind of almost like drawing a line in the sand and saying, okay, nurse bully, stay over there, and I'm going to stay over here, my assignment, and see you when I see you. Um, step three would be actually confrontation. However, I would recommend doing this with a middleman. So a negotiator, nurse manager, charge nurse, preceptor, educator, whomever you feel like would be neutral, like Switzerland, just somebody who's just going to kind of sit there and not interrupt, not intervene, but listen, because everybody deserves to have a safe workplace, particularly when patients' lives are on the line. I, I That's the biggest part for me is patient advocacy. So if we can't have a safe place to go eat our lunch because we're afraid that the nurse bully is going to come around the corner and sit down. That is not cool at all because that makes you nervous and stressed out. And the one place you should be relaxed is your lunch break. You know, you only get 30 minutes and you need that time to kind of regroup and take a deep breath and just do something mindless for And then if that person comes into the break room, then you're not feeling relaxed, then that's interfering with you going back out and taking care of your patients for the rest of your shift. So I am very anti-nurse bullying. The last, like I said, you can confront the bully, but I would just highly advise that you don't scream and yell at them in the middle of the nurse's station because, of course... That's not looking good to anybody, and it's also not looking good to the patients so or the patients' families it It's all about respect, and like I kind of confronted my bully, of course, behind closed doors, but respectfully, I didn't yell at her. I didn't have a lot of emotion. I just kind of was almost like a flat affect and just said, "You know when you did this or you said this because it was all in my brain, kind of what I wanted to say. And um, it doesn't always work. Let's just be honest. Sometimes people, nurse bullies, use that as fuel for the fire and just kind of continue on and make it worse. And that's what we call the retaliation. So that's when they kind of make your life, your life was miserable before. And then you tattled or you told or you confronted the bully. And then your life became 
way beyond miserable. Like you got sick every day before you had to come into work for your 12-hour shift because you knew, you know, the nurse bully was going to be there. Whoever the bully is, it doesn't have to be a nurse. It could be anybody that you work with that's showing these signs of horizontal violence or any type of bullying. So the bottom line is you kind of do, you do have to deal with it, but you want to try to do it as respectfully as possible. If and when you do follow your chain of command and you, you know, you talk to the person and you respectfully say, okay, this is what I, 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 I see what you're doing. Call them out on it. That doesn't always work. And then again, your choices are transfer to another department or look at another option. Just, you know, go to another hospital. Those are your options. So unfortunately, that area of the hospital is going to be that way with that person until that person leaves. If management chooses to do nothing and stand by and hear complaints about this person over and over again, then they're just they're just allowing it to happen within their department and that's on them but you don't have to be a victim and I think that's the biggest part that I have to say that you can try all of these tried and true things when it comes to four steps for confronting a bully or what have you but in the the bottom line is patient advocacy patient safety and internal happiness because if somebody is actually robbing you of that when you go to work, you're not going to be an effective nurse. I don't care what area of the hospital that you work in. You're just not going to be able to do a good job. So keep that in mind um, when you're dealing with this type of patient or excuse me, this type of situation, there is no tried and true way to fix it. You just kind of have to feel it out, see how it goes and talk to the people who are in charge and See, if, if it's continually tolerated in your department, then it's not going to go away. And then you have to make your decision to leave or stay. And that, again, it all comes down to patient safety. If you feel like your patient's being risked because this bully is continuously putting patients' lives at risk by continuing this behavior, then you need to stop and rethink where you are like I say the biggest thing is retention and recruitment for our younger nurses which I am concerned about with any new grad it shouldn't be tolerated anywhere but it is and so they're not going to recognize it when they see it but an older nurse will a nurse that's been a nurse a year two years three years five years anybody who's been on the unit for any amount of time is going to recognize this So speak up. If you see something, say something. And thanks for listening. You guys have a good one.